Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV... This is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, this is the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. Coming live and direct from the magnificent, the glorious studios of the TuneIn Radio out in Los Angeles, California. The studio is fantastic. My name is Michael Rappaport. I'm in here with uh, the 2015 podcast co-host of the year. His name is Gerald Moody. Yeah. Uh, the last name, uh, it rhymes with duty. Um, yeah. What's really good, Mr. Moody? Everything's good, man. Um, just taking in the good weather, we had a reduction of humidity. Mm-hmm. So it's a great breeze, 80 degrees, low humidity. I think that's the best time. Yeah, the fall in New York City is, is fantastic. Of course, when I was there, it hadn't become fall yet. It was still swamp-ass season, as I like to call it. Um, this is a live I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast broadcast. This is a live broadcast this is not a test this is live we're taking phone calls we're talking to the people for the next two hours you can talk about anything and everything you want we could talk about housewives we could talk about movies sports we can talk about my 9-11 kneeling comments that have been all over uh uh well not all over i don't want to uh over overstate my um my, my, my prowess, but it's been skating around Twitter um, and, and, and whatever you want to talk about. Um, 
the uh, the show is live. We're taking phone calls. I, I, I like this, Monetti. I, I'm excited to talk to the people. I wish we could do this more often. I wish we could like do podcasts, and while we're doing every single podcast, we could take phone calls. Because I, I, yeah. I, I, the, the fans, let me tell you something about the Rapper Pack. Yo, the fans of this show, I got to tell you how much I appreciate every single thing, the support, the Twitter support, the, the, the reviews on iTunes, the, the, the puff puff pass mentality of you, you love the show, you tell a friend about it, um, the compliments that we get. People come up to me on the street. People come up to me. I was on the plane. Uh, uh, I was at the, the Jets game. I was a security guy. I can't remember his name. He said to me, Gringo Mandingo. He's there, security for the opening day of the Jets. And you know what he says to me? Gringo Mandingo, you made my day. And I said, you know what? By you calling me the Gringo Mandingo, you... You fucking made my day. You know what I mean? Like, it, made, it brought a little smile to my face. You know what I mean? I've gotten called the Gringo Mandingo. Uh, I've gotten asked, where's G. Moody? Last name rhymes with duty. Uh, you know, by people in cars passing by. So the, the fans of the show, all of you guys, you know who you are. Like, we have our hard, hard, hardcore fans. And, and we don't need to name uh, all of them because I know I'm going to forget some. But you, you, know, you, know, you know who you are. I, I see you on there. I, I appreciate it. Uh, and Mr. Mornetti, how do you feel uh, about the fans today, uh, uh, this day in September of 2016? Where, where's your head at? Yo, the fans are so hardcore, hard body. Uh, <laughs> words, words can't express how they make us feel. Like, you know, we really, they really behind us, and uh, we'd like to give them that entertainment. So I love the fans, man, undoubtedly, yo. Um. And, and, you know, we're taking calls all night. Uh, I am taking calls all night. Uh, do we have any calls already? Well, shit, let's just get to it because, you know, people are going to come in and, and have things to say. And, you know, we're going to treat this like a regular podcast. We're going to start with the fans. Uh, uh, let's, uh, let's take this first call. We're going live and direct. Hello? Hello? This is Anthony Hubbard. Uh, yo, Hubbard, what's up, my man? What's going on, Mike? I'm good, man. How you doing, my man? Good. I, uh, I'm calling up for a question and a statement. Yes, yes. Give it to me, Anthony. Uh, question, when are you hitting the East Coast in this world tour? Oh, good question. Um, we don't know when we're hitting the East Coast in this world tour. The world tour is unpredictable. Uh, um, you know, we, we want to, we want to make it to the East coast. We want to do a whole East coast leg of the world tour, New York, Philly, New York, Buffalo, Baltimore, Florida, the Carolinas, uh, Carolina, Florida, you got to hit up. They need a lot of help in there. Yeah. Syracuse, the whole thing, you know, Virginia, anywhere that'll have us, you know, and then, and then we obviously, we need to take the world tour on the world, you know, around the world. It can't just be in America. Uh, Hence the title, the world tour. Um, but you, you you, you got that right. how you been, man? You you saw the first live show between me and Monetti uh, about a year ago. You were there. Am I, am I correct? Yeah, I was there in Brewster, New York. Yeah. I mean, you made it. That was the first leg of this actual world tour in Brewster, New York. I mean, a lot of people say, like, start your world tour in Paris. Uh, no, we're going to start in Brewster, New York. How about that? That was the perfect spot to do it. Per- Brewster was the number one spot to do it for the first stop of the world tour. Yeah, it's sure. a it's a hotbed of things in Brewster. It's a it's a hotbed of the artistic community and the forward thinkers of the world, and, and most people don't know that. Uh, so that it made perfect sense. We're going to be going. Out. Y- why don't you come to Vegas October fourteenth? We're going to be uh, doing the live tour October fourteenth uh, at, at the Hard Rock Hotel, uh, a place called Vinyl. If not. 
come meet us in Phoenix. We're going to be in Phoenix on October 16th. Uh, Anthony, why don't you come out there? I'm trying. Do you know anybody who's looking to get hitched? Because I'm trying to become an ordained minister <laughs> and, and know, marry some, some, some poor suckers uh, on a live show. That would be excellent. I wish me and my wife could get remarried. Hey, why not? Why not let the gringo mandingo <laughs> remarry you and, and, and push this relationship to, to parts unknown? Yeah, and, and for my statement, I just want to tell you that in the Rappapack Fantasy Football League, I am, we are Rappaport, and I'm not there to make friends. No. Um, I'm looking to take people down, yep. take them down hard. Yep. <laughs> and Chicago Rappapack felt that wrath this weekend. You gave them that business. I, I did, and, you know, I like the guy, you know, and I didn't mean to do it that way. You know, I mean, I found out he's in a fetal position in the bathroom staring Jesus at his Christ. phone. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't like to do that to people. No, nah, but you know but, what, um, though, Hubert? I, yeah. I, I, I support you 150%. If my, mom was you a, if my mom was in a fantasy football team with me, I'd want her begging for mercy. So Chicago Rappapack, yeah, Chicago Rappapack is my guy. I love him. But listen, if he takes you down, I'm going to be looking, I'm going to be standing over you, Anthony Hubert, and I'm going to be laughing. Okay, and, yeah. and oh, I don't like, want that. You know, and, and you got to take it. I, I took a beating on, in Sunday. Uh, on Sunday, I won two games, but I took a beating in my Stern Show League. So it, it happens to the best. You're going to win some. You're going to lose some. And if you're going to win, you got to win big. Um, and if you're going to yeah. lose, you need to have your face in a toilet bowl somewhere. So yeah, I get it. Yeah, no, I, I get it. And DJ Moist is my next opponent, and and I'm coming for you. How, how does your lineup that. look? Um, it looked pretty good. I was not too happy about my. Uh, third stringer uh, wide receiver, Tyler Lockett, but it's a 12-man league, and uh, things get a little stretched out there in a 12-man league, but I feel good. I have Tom Brady and Le'Veon Bell waiting on my bench to come in, so I will be full force by week four and five. I will be a force. Now, now I am the commissioner. Are you calling to make some sort of deal? You want me to make some moves? Like, what, what do you need from me? Because I'm taking, I'm, ta- I'm taking like money, bribes. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you, you want to? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll DM you. Okay, there, there'll be a nice little stash for you. All right, you know. All right, let me know. Work. Let me know. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll do it. You know, like a, a ham and cheese sandwich. I, I'm not. I'm not. It doesn't have to just necessarily be money, Anthony. So, if you want to work something out, you know, you know where to find me. If you see a new pair of New Balance. You know, it's just know where it came from, okay? Now you know you now you're talking my language, man. I appreciate you calling in. I you yep. know, we, we love the support and, and uh you know and, 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 and I'll talk to you soon, my man Hubert. Yep, thank you, my man. All right. Thank you. Later. Yo, Jabe, this is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. You're live. You're live right Gringo now. Man, Gringo man, Dingo and G Monetti. I didn't know G Monetti was gonna be on the phone. This is great. Um, I just want to give a shout out to the podcast. I love it. I, you guys have completely changed my life. My vernacular, my vocabulary is totally different now. Um, I just want to give a shout out to the Rap Pack Fantasy League, which I'm in. Kevin Green, I kicked your ass last week. Mm. Ace Costa, I'm coming to crack that ass this week. Mm. No Bruno. Mm. And yeah. I just also want to give a shout out to uh, Miles Davis. Yes. And Jordan Winter as well. They yes. Did a fantastic job producing. Yes. Uh, and I have to give a shout-out to the IMF Port Secretary of Defense, Mr. Morris. Yes. And also the man, Anthony Hubert, as well. Mm. I like yo. You know your stuff. I appreciate that. We appreciate the support. Uh, it, it means the world to us. Uh, 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 and, you know, thank you for calling, man. You, you got anything specific you want to ask Mr. Mr. Moody, uh, whose last name rhymes with uh, duty? <laughs> well, I do love the beats, Moody. 
It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I do have uh, two quick questions. One, when are you coming to Seattle? And two, um, when is Matt Ace going to get on the, the podcast? I've been waiting to hear that. That needs to happen. Um, oh, as far well, as going up to Seattle, uh, we would love that. Uh, you know, it's all a part of the, 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 the never-ending I Am Rapport Serial Podcast World Tour. Um, yeah. And we will definitely, we got to get Matt Stace. You know, he tours so much. Uh, you know, right. we've been, yeah. it's been hard to catch up with him. But we definitely want Matt Stace on the podcast. Uh, uh, you know, Gerald grew up with him in Brownsville. Yeah. Like, yeah. break that down, G Monet. Uh, break down Matt Stace and, 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 you know, some of the people in Howard Projects during, during your, your, your time coming up uh, as a young buck. Yeah, man. Uh, Matt Stace grew up, like, in my project, and I used to see him. You know, we played football together, whatever. But no one knew that he rapped, like he was a rapper. He kept he kept that close to the vest. And then eighty seven, eighty eight, see him with the symphony, and for for him, the rest is history. So good dude, class class act, and what what has happened to him, he deserves. Yo, you you mean the first time you found out that Mastace was was rhyming was when you heard him on the symphony. When I turned that In Control album from Molly Mall, Volume 1, when I turned it over and I saw his DJ, I was in his class. We were in the same class together. And then I looked and saw Matt's Ace, and I said, oh, shit, that's DeVal. That's his uh, name. And that's, that's when I seen it, 80, 1987. All right, cool, man. Yeah. That's, that's a good story. That's I a didn't... great story. Yeah. Um, listen, we appreciate the support. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, thank you so much and, and keep listening, spread the word. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep doing, we're going to keep doing the damn thing. Cool. I appreciate it, man. I love it. I'm, I'm that one guy on Twitter. I follow you guys. I try to retweet everything, try to shout you guys out. Uh, man, I love the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, my man. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you. Uh, next call. Who do we got? Raul. Yo, what's up, Mike? Raul. How you doing, my man? I'm good. I'm just, uh, First of all, I want to say thanks for all the inspiration, man. I want to talk about uh, something that you touched on last time, which was people calling you a culture vulture, man. The other day you put up that picture of you and Pac, and that was awesome, man. Mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, I, I just want to say thanks for the inspiration, and don't listen to the people calling you a culture vulture, man. They're just mad that you're real, you know? I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. You know, I... I, I uh you know that 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 little little sentiment doesn't bother me at all because I know what it is, and especially you know in, in regards to you know my, my myself personally and in, and in my work and the kind of work that I've tried to do as an artist and as a director, it speaks for itself. And, and, and you know I try to represent, and uh, you know uh, uh, you know I, I I just you know I appreciate that. So so thanks for the support, I, man. And and you and you got also, G, G, you got G Monetti on the line too. G Moody's last name rhymes with duty. Yeah, Raul, what's the deal? Booty, last name, Ryan with duty. Hey, before I go, Mike, I just uh, want to say one more thing, man. You almost got me in trouble, man. Uh, I sent you a DM, and I, and I asked you how I would uh, uh, prove these people wrong that called me a dreamer. And can I curse on here or no? Can I tell you what you told me? This is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Of course you could curse. So <laughs> I, I sent you a DM, and I was super happy that you wrote back. I, 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 two people called me a dreamer. I told you, can you please advise me on how to prove them wrong? You told me to tell them to eat dicks. Oh yes, I, I can't really take your 
I can't take your advice on that, Mike, because then I'm, I'm going to have no job, buddy. I can't <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, man. Yo, yo, don't let anybody shut down any of your thoughts. Hey, you sound like you're a young dude. Work hard. Keep, keep your nose to the ground. Stay productive. Keep your mind productive. Keep your body in shape. And, and you know, the world's in front of you, man. And, you know, and, and don't, I appreciate that, Mike. I, that means a lot, man. And, and, and I mean it sincerely, man. And I appreciate the support. And, and you know, stay in touch with us. You know, we're easy to find and easy to be seen on the Iron Rapport Stereo no Podcast. No fact checking, bro. No fact checking. Why you know? fact check, Raul? Raul, anybody could fact check. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, anybody could, I'm doing this podcast right now. I have, there's no computer in front of me. I have nothing in front of me. My hands are waving and flailing in the air. I have no computer in front of me. I, I, I pride myself on making a healthy, good mistake every now and then. Okay? Yeah, Everybody's yes, so sir, good. Yes, you got the spell check police. Fuck you. I'll, I, I tried to figure out what the difference is between there and the other there. T-H-E-R-E and T-H-I. T-H-E-I-R. I can't figure it out. So I just put, sometimes, I'll just sometimes, it's like a, you know, whatever I'm feeling at the moment. If I want to do T-H-E-R-E, I do that. You know, I whatever, <laughs> let the chips fall where, where they're going to fall. Oh, man, this is awesome, man. Mike, you're a good guy, man. I can't believe I'm talking to you right now, man. I appreciate all the inspiration, bro. All right, cool, man. We'll talk to you soon, my and, man. And, all right, see you, man. G. Moody, uh, last name, Ron with duty, man. Have a nice day, man. All right, man, you too, Raul. All right, Fla- Yo, it's the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Who's on the line with us? How much for the both of us? <laughs> oh, wait. Hello? Oh, Are you there? Flex hey. Bastard. Now, let, let me ask you a question, my man. You, you, what you're are you the, doing, man? Uh, I'm doing good. Let me, let, let, me, let me ask you a question. You're, you're the fan. You're, our, you're one of our biggest, most, most active, rabid fans. And, and tell, yeah. tell the world, tell the, tell the podcast community, the, the, the task at hand. You have been living in an I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast t-shirt for how long? Uh, how, how, tell everybody the goal at hand here. All right. Well, uh, as everybody may or may not know, I'm flesh bastard holding down the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast in Arkansas. 6'10", pull 60, size 17, boot. <laughs> right? So anyway, I got a couple of these Rappaport shirts, the soft-ass teeth, and they're very comfortable. And so the mission is, at first I said, I'm going to wear this shirt for 360 days. And then somebody said, hey, we're glad you don't fact-check this 365 in a year. Right, you so did. I got five days, you know, on and off. I can put a different shirt on there. Okay. But, uh, so anyway, yeah, I'm going to wear a fucking shirt for a year. And uh, people say, what are you doing? You're wearing the same fucking shirt? I'm like, it's not the same fucking shirt. Rap sent me two different shirts, and then I got the fucking old school tee. So don't give me that shit. Hey, but yeah, but anyway. are, are you actually, be, be straight up, you're rocking the t-shirt at least one part of your day for the next year. All day. I, that's not what at I, least one part of my day. All fucking day long. It's not dirty. It don't fucking stink. Right. You know. But yeah, all day long, I'm either wearing the, you know, there will be blood, or I got the old school phone fucking tape. You know, I like to break out with the Dodgers hat. Shout out to Mr. Moore, you know. And uh, Big Cam, shout out to Big Cam in the whole rapper pack fucking fantasy league, the wig piece Dukes. We're fucking holding it down. Listen, Flex. We're going to try to get the world record uh, book people involved with this. Oh, yeah. Get Guinness in here. Yeah. Get Guinness in here. I'll wear this fucking shirt till I'm dead, rat. <laughs> I'm rapping this shit. I uh, don't know. 
right. this, you didn't just start. This isn't a little fan base. Right. You got a fucking family of rabid motherfuckers here that would do anything for you with just a phone call. People uh, don't realize that, Michael Rappaport. Well, well, listen, my man, I, I appreciate the love. I appreciate <laughs> the support. We're going to send you some more T-shirts so you have options. Oh, and, and you know, stay in touch with us. You know, let, let, let us know how, 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 how the 365 days of soft-ass I Am Rapport Stereo podcast T-shirts is going for you, all right, my man? We're, well, we're, definitely, Rap. I got, I got, finally got fucking internet back on my phone now, <laughs> so I'll be sending you some more pictures. Hey, G, I love the fucking beach, G Modi. I love what you do. You're the man. <laughs> All right, Flex. Hey, can I do something? Hey, Miles, give me a beat. Man. <laughs> I always wanted to say that. All right, Rap, I love you. Love you too, I'll Flex. See you later, pal. All right. Yo, the I Am Rappaport podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattresses. Casper Mattresses is an award-winning company that makes the most ridiculously relaxing, supportive mattresses sold directly to the consumers. Sleek new design beds delivered directly to your doorstop in a small box. Casper Mattress is available in six sizes and has a 10-year full warranty. It's made and stitched right here in the United States of America. Free two- to five-day shipping in the United States and Canada. Casper is so confident in the mattress that it'll give you a 100-night free trial with the mattress. And if you're not happy, Casper will pick up the mattress for free with a full refund. Okay, it'll donate or recycle the mattress to somebody who really appreciates a great night's sleep. A great nap on a lazy afternoon. Go to Casper.com and save 50 bucks using the promo code Rappaport. R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. That's Casper Mattresses. C-A-S-P-E-R. Casper.com. Check it out. I sleep on one every single night and love it. Oh, we got Morris on the on the line? How's it going, gentlemen? Yo, yo. Morris, what up? <laughs> What's happening? How you guys doing today? I'm doing good, man. Yo, we'll, we'll get into this now because Morris was there on the front line. Yo, Morris, I saw you. Can I, can I get an introduction real quick? Yeah, let me let me give you a proper introduction. Let me let me give myself one. Go ahead. Let me go ahead. Go ahead. You know I do it. Go ahead. This is Mr. Morris, aka Horse, the security of defense, aka the pick and stick game is insane, huh. aka. <laughs> The podcast by Avril because I'm about to get you motherfuckers up right now. Wee, yeah, I like that, Morris. The pick and stick game is insane. Yo, yes, yo, sir. Yes, Morris, you like you, 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 your dick pick game is apparently insane. Like you don't give a fuck. Like you take pictures. Uh, no, of them. I, I, sh- I shoot them out to everybody. I'm, I'm just sharing. <laughs> it's that whole wheat loaf syndrome. I'm giving white women. So, oh shit, yo, yeah. I like that. Now, are you are you doing just dick pics? Or are you in the pics? Because I know I, you're not in the pics. I make sure I'm in the pic. I have. You know, I, I make sure. <laughs> They know it's me. Oh, know it's me. Yo, I, I respect, <laughs> respect. Yo, so, and my, so shit, and my shit is known to be handsome. It's tanned, it's brown. I call it Matthew. It's like Matthew McConaughey. You know, it's it's no, it's that, it's that dick. No doubt. You don't know. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So more. So I want to. I want to bring you in on this conversation. We'll start this. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. so this thing, this this tweet that I sent out. I'll read it because I don't want to assume everybody, everybody uh, said it. But I sent out a tweet. Um, I'm assuming that most people uh, uh, had heard it, but but I, I sent out a tweet uh, Friday the 9th. It must have been the 9th. Um, and I said this tweet, uh, and it was exactly this. I'll read it verbatim. Hold on one second. It's uh, anybody that kneels on 9-11 is going to get ILO'd and then dropped from my fantasy football team. 
Uh, think it, think it through, fellas, for real. And and then you know we talked earlier on this show before you were on Morris about some of the, the the responses to it. You know I talked about it on 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 episode two hundred two. Uh, yeah. And then and then the guy from the root, aka Black Culture TMZ. That's my opinion. <laughs> Uh, the the writer the writer that uh, has been invited onto the show we we haven't been able to he hasn't been avoiding me but we haven't been able to schedule it but he is aware of this live uh, show but he does have a family guy so uh, hopefully he has offered times to me so, so he's definitely not avoiding me uh, but I'm looking forward to doing that but it, um, anyway it, there's been a lot it, it, it caused a little mini uproar and and fear and you you've been on Twitter sort of you know getting your your hands in in the mix and speaking on it what is your take on Kaepernick kneeling and 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 the protests in general and specifically kneeling because the tweet because i let me just say this one more time and i'm i'm not going to say it anymore i've said openly before this tweet i've said it on 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 the howard stern show i've said it on the podcast many many times i'm totally in support of people protesting something needs to be done the violations against people of color uh recently and historically in this country has to stop. It has to be looked at. It has to be recognized. It's disgusting. Um, it's it's not a myth. It's not the boogeyman. It's it's real. Um, and 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 then uh, you know my opinion was that as far as on nine eleven and this was in the in the in the um, anticipation of being at the New York Jets game and thinking about are people going to sit down and kneel in front of first responders that I assumed would be there for the pregame ritual. Um, and, and, and then I sent the tweet out, and then people... Anyway, I've talked about my side of it. I want to hear other people's opinions. I'll start with you, Morris, and then and G. Monetti, you could jump in. Are you guys both still on the line? Yeah, let's do yes, it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm still here. Go ahead. So, okay, yeah. Morris, so you jump into it, and, you know, kick it real. Speak real. And then yeah, also yeah, talk about real, some of the Twitter, the Twitter wars. Yeah, but I'm going to say, first, the people that are supporting you right now, a lot of those people were hating you a month ago when you were supporting the, the people that were against the police because of the violence that was going on. People don't realize that you were very supportive, you and G. I mean, you heard the pain and the honesty in G's voice talking about the violence that was going on, the shootings that were going on. These people that are hating on you now, they don't realize what you guys been preaching on this show, right. you know? Right. Right. And to now, you know, I support everything. If you're going to nail, nail, you do it, you protest, I'm not telling nobody. But at the same time, it frustrated me where I had to jump in, and it wasn't the same old rapper pack jumping on somebody. To somebody that I've met and known and doesn't treat me as that silly guy that makes ticks, I've met you many times, and you've, you're, you're real, you, you, you're, you're, you're cool with me, you're humble. And that's the guy I know. And then to be saying you're racist, you're, I don't fuck with no racist people. Mm-hmm. I'm a brown motherfucker that ain't going to be around no racist fuckboy shit. And you ain't that guy. And it frustrates me that you just had an opinion as a New Yorker that's been through that, that's known people. You just said, I'm not down with the kneeling for that. You didn't tell no one to not kneel. And that's what's frustrating. Right. How they blew it up to you just saying... I'm telling black people what to do. I'm telling people how to right. protest. You didn't tell nobody how to protest. You just said you weren't fucking with kneeling on that day, period. And then you joked about the fantasy football, and it got blown to shit. And it, it was frustrating, to be honest. Well, yeah, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, and, and, and you know, it's like you never think I, – I honestly never think that, that, that uh, you know, something's going to sort of spread. And, you know, and obviously what I said about the, 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 uh, the, the kneeling, I was serious. Um, 
you know, talking about dropping anybody from fantasy football, if you even hear the way we talk about fantasy football, exactly. it's it's not something serious. I ILOing is not something serious. The the ILOing is is you know the mundane and all that for the people that don't know it. Um, again, I'd rather like here, you know, me and G talked a little bit about it earlier. Um, and G, you know, I would just like yeah. you to kick the shit that you said to me in private. You know, keep it keep it a hundred, and you know, you yeah. could say all your feelings and all that stuff. Try try to you know you know you know go ahead. Yeah. Like you know, me and me and Monetti have known each other since eighty two. You know, we're, we're, we're like, we're not even friends, we're family. And, and uh, you know, I want to hear, you know, your opinions on it after seeing some of that shit. And then some people saying, yo, and fuck, fuck G. Moody, he's a, he's this, he's that. Yeah. You're a sellout and you're an Uncle Tom because you fuck with Mike Rapp. Yeah, I saw that. And I'm saying, like, that doesn't need to get, I don't dignify those, uh, you know, responses. Because, like you said, I've known you, you've known me for 30 years. So... We know we know what that's about. Now, the police shit about the kneeling, like I said, I, you may have worded that wrong, and people jumped on that because historically, they, uh, the, the larger society has always dictated to us how we should protest, and they always evoke <clears throat> Martin Luther King. But Martin Luther King got blasted in his head, dreaming, you know, like peaceful guy. So people are fed up and. Colin Kaepernick is actually more patriotic than the people who are burning his jersey. Right. right? Explain. Why Why do you say that? Because Colin Kaepernick is basically holding a mirror to the United States and saying, you're saying all of this, you're this, you're that. But how do you treat your black citizen? How do you treat the Latino uh, citizen? Right. How do you treat the gays for that matter? Right. So this is what he's doing. And you can't di- dictate how that man feels and how he's going to express himself. You may not want him to do it in a game, but he's a high-profile guy. Where else would he get so much exposure? Right, right. So, no, I, 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 I hear you. I think it's, I think it's important, and, and, and I think it's a, it's a brave stance that, 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 that he's made. And, and something, something has to happen. Something has to happen. But keep going. Yeah, keep, and, keep going, and, Monetti. And, um... I think it's a good thing. I think, um, yo, there's no more sweeping this under the rug. And if we're all patriots, right, we're all Americans, and if this, if this was happening to any other ethnicity, then everybody should be on board and say, yo, we ain't tolerating this from no one. You can't do this to the black people. You can't do this to the Irish. You can't do it to the Jews. It's everybody. Mm-hmm. So if everybody gets on board, this is how you begin to solve it. Right, because when it just looks like it's black people, yes. then it's going to be then it's going to be like, oh, we it's it's their problem. Yes, See? yes, that's that's how people view it. No, I, I hear you. You know, in, in all honesty, you know, some of the conversations that I've had with people, including with you, Mo Eddie, and then you know, even even off, off, offline with with Morris, and, and in between, you know, the context of it, I understand. Why people would be angry and, 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 you know, frustrated because people are angry and frustrated in general. And I think, you know, some of that, you know, came and, and we're talking about people. Listen, the, the yeah. amount of tweets we're talking about, you know, 100 people uh, uh, that, right. that, that, that might have tweeted, you know, it, 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 it's not even it's not even a, a you know, a, 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 a contair of amount of people. Uh, in, right. in, in in the big world. But, you know, when you're getting it, and, you know, I'm stupid because I'll respond, and then it sort of adds to it. Like exactly, it, exactly. That, and that's my, that's my fault. And, and you know, I have to stop. You know, I have to... Yeah. St- 
Go ahead, Morris. Because I was, I was getting hit in the DM of guys that I knew personally that were like, your boy's tripping the way you were responding. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I had to let them know that if they came at you right, they get Michael Rappaport. Right. If they're going to come at you just slinging shit, you're going to sling shit back to them. You're the gringo man. You're, you're, you're Rappaport, the one that, you know, you're right. going to put your defenses up. And yeah. you're going to say the craziest shit. Yeah. And they don't understand if they come at you right on Twitter, and want to have a spark of actual conversation that is needed. A- you know, you will have that with them, off or on air, DM, whatever. Absolutely. They can get your opinion. But if they're just going to be fuck shit and start comparing you to your characters and saying, oh, you're Remy, you're Remy. That's like saying Anthony Hopkins, you know, is fucking uh, Hannibal, you know, that he eats people just because he does that shit. He might eat the box, but he don't eat people. Right. I mean, everybody, everybody, everybody's going to eat the box. Yeah, it's true. It's totally true. You know, and, 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 you know, people, a lot of faceless, nameless dudes that were kicking that righteous shit. The first thing I would ask the faceless, nameless dudes is where the white chicks at? (laughs) <laughs> where, where do white chicks at? Because you're so righteous and you're so pro-black. And, and 99% of the people that I said that to had no response. Because you're kicking all that righteous shit. And then the other thing I'd say is, what did you do today? What did you do last week? You're talking to me and, and you, you, you know, and, and I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. Okay, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. But what did you do? You know, right. and, 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 you know, a lot of people are living vicariously through these NFL players as if, uh, uh, you know, these guys are like, they're like stars in the air. There's 300-something NFL players, you know, and you're right. living vicariously through them, you know, and you want them to take a knee and you want them to protest. But what did you do? You know, and what are you going to do? Um, and that's what everybody needs to ask. I've had a lot of, you know, in, introspection about it and, you know, good conversation about it. And, and you know, we've said this from the beginning, and, 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 and I'm, I'll, I'll say it one more time, is that, you know, one of the, one of the goals, and, and I don't think we had any other goals aside to entertain and make people laugh on the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, is to have, you know, uncomfortable uh, uh conversations where things could get messy you could you could disagree it could be right. a safe place to say whatever the fuck you want and and the more right. you can do that because the minute but the thing that bothers me is the minute you say something that's deemed as wrong you're a culture vulture and like i said in episode 202 you could take all that culture vulture shit and i'm speaking for myself i'm not speaking for monetti morris or anybody else you talk all that culture vulture shit i'm not having it i'm not having right. it from anybody I am not having it from anybody because I asked these dudes, you're a culture vulture. You're, and they say, oh, well, you're appropriating bl- black uh, culture. Okay, and then they say, well, it's the way you talk, the slang. Okay, and if you speak properly, what culture are you appropriating? <laughs> That's my question to, to anybody like that. So, right. you know, that being said, Morris, I can't tell you how much uh, the support genuinely means to me. Uh, you know, you're on the front lines, and, and uh, you know, I was going to ask you, are you making it out to Vegas uh, and what can oh, we do to help make it make it make you come out to Vegas? Because we're, we're going to be out there and we're going to chill. Uh, sure. and, and and we're trying. To, I'm trying to become an ordained minister and marry somebody out in Vegas. So will you make it out to Vegas, Morris? <laughs> I got my stickman shirt that I'm not wearing because I'm trying to earn that shirt before I put it on. Mm. <laughs> so when I have it on in Vegas, because I'm going to be there. Mm. It's just oh, going to go right. down. That's okay. why I'm going to. You know what I mean? So I'm going to be there. <laughs> I got. This, it's, you know, Rapacon, you know, how can we not be there? Everybody that's a fan of the show that's close enough needs to be there. All You're right. in Phoenix. Come out Sunday night. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Come to that. I mean, it's, it's going to be live. You, it's, yeah. I've seen more than one show, and you can't. You can't miss it, trust me. You gotta get your tickets if you haven't got it yet. Yeah, Sig Siegfried and Roy ain't got shit on the Iron Rap Port Stereo podcast. 
<laughs> yep. Word Before up. I get off this line, though, can I give a big shout-out to somebody else that's on the front lines, and that's my boy from Australia. Yes. I don't know the dude personally. <laughs> that's, like, that's like a brother to me. But he's also the Debo of the fucking rapper pack. When we see him come in our mansions, motherfuckers are running. Yeah. Because they know he does not fucking play. No. Yeah. This dude goes in for your wife, your kids, your your sister. He's doing everything. I mean, I, I have to calm him down and be like, get rap out of them. Get rap out of them mentions. We, we don't need a part of this. We don't need to see this. Turn yeah. his head. Australian, Australian rapper pack is that guy. Not. He doesn't Wait, play. We go out there. Oh, we got yeah, to do the tour out there. Australia. Yeah. We, I got my motherfucking passport. I'm ready to roll with the team. I'm just letting you guys know. Hey, hey, I think we can. You know what, Morris? Can you stay on the line? Yes, sir. All right, because we're going to bring in another call. I don't know who it is, but he wants to talk about 9-11 knees. So we'll, we'll, the more the merrier. What is his name? Yes. Frank? Uh, Frank? Yo. Frank, is this, your name is Frank? Yeah, Frank. How you doing, Frank? This is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. You're on with me, Michael Rapport, uh, G Monetti, aka G Moody. Last name rhymes with duty, and uh, Mr. Morris from the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast clan. What are you doing, sir? What's going on, guys? How you doing? How's it going? Um, What do you want to talk about? We're we're talking about anything and everything. I listen. So I'm from uh, New York. I'm from Long Island, and uh, just wanted to talk about that infamous tweet real quick. Mm -hmm. So I don't really have. uh, too much of an opinion to uh, put forth, but on the issues and all that. But uh, I just think anyone who's giving you shit on Twitter about that isn't from New York. Because if they were there that day, I think they'd understand why I don't think people should be taking these for that day. Yeah, no, I I hear you, I hear you, and and you know, and and, and we were talking about it earlier. You know, uh, uh, G, you give give the abbreviated version of Frank to bring him up to speed on 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 what your point of view is. And and G Monetti, we 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 clown around, say G Monetti, you you've said sometimes you speak for all black people, but 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 just in speaking for yourself, talk about your opinion on that, G, G Monetti. I think quick. I, I think I think the uh, the nine eleven thing uh, is separate from what they're trying to uh, to uh, you know exactly. let the world know or whatever. It's separate. It's it's not a thumbing the nose at the, the first responders. This thing is going on, and it's going to continue to go on until you know that that's that's what it's doing. It's bringing life. Nine Eleven is separate, but you know the police brutality and the treatment of the citizens of certain citizens is is getting out of control, and it historically has been that way. So it's going to stay. They're going to kneel. And it's never in the face of 9-11. Uh, no one would be as, uh, as crass and, 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 you know, low class as to try to diss, diss these people. So I think that's what people are getting mixed up. And he's doing this. He got, this guy got a lot of balls. He, he, he threw away a lot of his shit for this. You know? So it's separate from 9-11. It's not, yo, I'm going to do this and fuck 9-11. Uh-huh. No way. No way. Not that. Rap, Rap talked to a guy last night that lost his wife in 9-11. And he said if he wouldn't still kneel on, uh, on 9-11 because he believes in the cause, you know. And that was a strong statement that he said. And mm-hmm. Yeah, that he, was. He, he was been through it, you know, and his, he lost the wife. It's, he said it's a reminder every time 9-11 comes about his wife. And he has, you know, he believes in the cause that while they're kneeling and everything and and that was a strong call. Yes, that whole 
conversation you guys had yesterday is a needed conversation. Yeah, that was that was really good. It was on the in the paint radio show. Those guys were were good, and it was funny because that was one of the people who uh, he said "fuck you, Mike Rap," and then <laughs> exactly. and then I said something back to him, and then he said something else, and then I said, "Oh, you got a radio show? Um, let me come on." And then I went on, and and, and you know, actually, the, the the guy, his name is Dev. Uh, that was speaking. It was powerful. He he he's a black dude. He lost his wife on nine eleven, and, and mm-hmm. I said, you know, you know, in his point of view is his point of view, and there's other people's point of view. That's the that's the thing. Not everybody is going to see anything. You know, right. not everybody's going to see the Knicks. If you're a Knicks fan, not everybody's going to see the Knicks the same way. You you look at the oh, sky. Yeah. Somebody's going to see the most beautiful sky in the world. Somebody could be having the uh, the bad day. They don't see it. You know, uh, you could be. Some people love you know drinking Snapple Peach. Some people will be like, that's disgusting. I only drink Snapple Green Tea. It's like people don't see, think, and feel the same way. Um, it's never going to happen that there's a collective. One of the things that was bothering me with, with the Twitter stuff is is one person would be saying we we. I say, who who are you? Who are you a spokesperson for? There's no we. Right. Yeah, well, that's... You, you, you know, don't try to act like oh, we collectively. You speak it for millions and millions of other uh, uh, people in this planet because you're you're mad about my tweet. You're, you're, there's no we. You can't speak for for anybody but yourself. You got a problem? That's cool, but don't we us. I, I'm not having any of that shit. It's ridiculous, yeah, especially if you're rude. I was. So so anyway, Look. Frank, I appreciate the call. What part of uh, Long Island are you are you in? Nassau County, Gone City. Okay, okay. Cool. How long have you been listening to the podcast? Uh, almost day one. That's what I'm talking about. Early Frank. on, yes, yeah, sir. Frank, that's what I'm talking about, man. You, you, have you gotten yourself a soft ass Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast T-shirt? Hell yeah, I got one of the uh, first generations. Fuck yeah, one of the Frank. early ones. Yeah, that's, that's the OG Good pack member, right? Yo, there. I like this fucking guy, Frank. All right, listen, Frank. I'm gonna get some other calls. I appreciate okay, the support, man. Frank, and, and keep listening to the show and keep giving your support and, and keep, uh, you know, I encourage everybody with, with no end goal or agenda to keep open minds, keep, you know, keep talking to people and, and, and everybody kind of try to keep, you know, moving things forward it, 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 however, however you can, it, it, even if it's, it's the tiniest way. Uh, Morris, you can stay on the line if, if you want. And Frank, oh, uh, yes, sir. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you soon, Frank. Keep it real. Thank you, Frank. Who do, who do we got now? Okay, we got. Oh, this is. Oh shit, this is going to be a good call, Dev. What up, boy? What's going on? Yo, we were just talking about you. This is a. Uh, this is a uh, me, Michael Rappaport, and I have G Moody, aka G Monetti, who's from Brownsville. You guys probably know people in common. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's the co-host. The calls all day long, so he know. He know what that means. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 then Mr. Morris, who's a, who's a big fan and supporter, and the Secretary of Defense of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, and he actually heard the conversation that we had on in the paint last night. Let me just give some context. Okay. We so we were just I was actually we were just talking about the conversation. You know, the conversation that we had with, with everybody was was I, I thought was great and needed. And and you know, after I got off the phone, you know, I had told my lady about specifically about, you know, what you were saying, because I, I was moved by it. You know, I thought it was powerful. I thought it was, it, it kind of, it just threw me off. Like it was, it was like, you, you, you know, what, what you've dealt with in your life and your point of view. And so if you could just break that down and then we'll start talking about, about, about that stuff. And, and I'm glad you called. Okay. No problem, man. Um, like we was, we were discussing last night. Well, well, as you know, we were talking about nine eleven. I lost my wife in nine eleven, and um, mm-hmm. you know, Mike, Mike, you know, Mike tweeted about how strongly he felt about the guys 
um, not not sitting down on the, during the flag. And I told him I was like, with 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 what's going on with our people, I wouldn't care if it was nine eleven or any day. We we got to be consistent with what we do because of the simple fact that. It ain't going to stop because it's 9-11 for what's going on with us. And, and I told him, I said, and I lost my wife in 9-11, so I understand the respect factor that you, you, you're coming from. And I knew exactly where, where Mike was coming from because of the tragedy that it was. And, and it was a, and it, it was just a great conversation, man. You know, you know, two people just vibing with each other, and, and I just gave him this, my, my feel. I, I only can keep it real. What's going, on, what's going on with the police brutality and the things with our people, man, is something that we have to stay consistently on daily regardless what the situation is whether 9-11 or anything we have to continue to um to to, to um to, to keep that fight going yeah no and, and and can i add one this thing with us has been going on for 200 years yes remember sir in oj remember in the oj uh documentary 30 for 30 didn't you see the police brutality yes. in, in in 63 in los angeles mm-hmm Right? Yes. It was just attacking, yes. the, 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 attacking the black uh, citizens of what? This is what we're talking about. That's real. This is going on for centuries. Right. Right. No, it, it needs to be dealt with. And, and, yeah, and, enough. Enough's enough. It, it, absolutely. No, it's disgusting. And, and as I've said before, and I said it last night, I'm not sure if it was on the phone with when you were on, Dev. It's like you, 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 there is no footage of, of, you know, a white Jewish guy getting pulled out of his car uh, 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 in Soho right. and getting his head smashed on the ground. Um, and, and um, you know, and, and if there is no footage of, God forbid, you know, it's also like, you know, because we start yeah. to get into comparing tragedies. Right. Like, well, this happened. Right. Oh, but this happened. And this is worse than that. It's not, it's not a thumb wrestling contest. It's not a ping pong match. Right. There's no winner. Right. It's right. all tragic. There's no winner. There is no winner. And, and you, you know this, but there's no footage of some young, you know, Jewish girl playing with a, a, a BB gun and getting shot by the, the cops like, you know, uh, uh, Tamir Rice. And there's no footage of, you know, some, some you know, white guy, uh, agent in Beverly Hills, you know, on his phone outside the health club getting choked out like Eric Garner. And, 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 and this, it, there's not, it's not just coincidence. Um, right. You know, right. and, and, and I'm, I'm well aware of that, you know, and, and, and it was crazy because you told me, Dev, that I met you at, at Sean Price's memorial, right? Right, right. Yep. So we, we met, we were out, I don't know if you remember, I pulled up in, if you remember, I pulled up in the, uh, in the suburban truck and, and we were looking, I said, yo, what's up, Mike? And you came up, we hugged each other and then we just looked at each other and the tears just started because it was just crazy, man. That was a horrible situation, man. You know, losing my brother. That me and me and Sean Price going back to high school. Like you know, we uh, I don't know if you heard of the crew of Decepticons. Well, I'm one of I'm one of original Decepticon guys. Oh shit! And, um, that, that Sean. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why, why, and uh, why, why, so why, it, it why, just going back to then, man. You know that was definitely a loss. And and when I saw you there, I had to give you all the props in the world because I was like, yo, there it is. You came in the belly of the beast. You know what I'm saying? To rep. For my dude, and, mm. I, and that's why you got my props. So when I heard you was on the show last night, I was like, I got to, I got to say, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what you felt about uh, about the situation, because you only speak it from your understanding, and and I, I and I get it. You know what I'm saying? And, and it was just that. But yeah, that's what we met at. Yeah, that's yeah, that, we definitely met at. That, that was that was mm-hmm. crazy. That was an emotional emotional day. Yeah, so, that was so, a crazy day. So yeah, what, what part day. of Brooklyn are you from? Bed stop, born and raised. Okay, cool, mm. cool. 
All right, yo, Dev, man. I like, yo, I, I, I like I said, you, you know, you're, the, you're talking last night and talking today, and, and hearing you and the way you articulate yourself, it, 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 it made an impression on me, man. And and you know, I would love to meet up again. Uh, uh, Dev invited me to go to a game. He said he was going to wear a David Duke mask and he was going to get me a Malcolm X mask. No, David Duke jacket, and you go with a Malcolm X jacket. Right, the mask, the mask too. That's that's dope. The jacket and the mask. Yeah, fuck that. it, man. Yeah, we'll wait till that. October. We'll go in a, a full Halloween costume and we'll kneel. <laughs> And during the game, and and you know we'll 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 trip people out. So 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 we'll do let's, that. Let's make that shit happen. Let's do it, bro. I'm with it, man. And I'm with that. That's I, something dope. I appreciate the phone call, and I appreciate your honesty and 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 the conversation, my man. And, and I look forward to seeing you, uh, you know, again, my friend. All right, cool. You got my numbers now, man. Anytime, hit me up. When you in New York, hit me up, man. All right, and we can have, we can get together. All right, all right, man. All thanks right, a lot. Thanks for thanks for inviting me on. All right, peace, peace, y'all. Peace, everybody on the set. Peace. the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm going to tell you something. If you want to play me in fantasy football, we, we, we have it lined up. So many people came to dance with the dingo in week one of NFL. If you want to play me, go to www.draftkings.com forward slash Iron Rapport. DraftKings made us our own league. <laughs> That means uh, no one's going to get kicked out. Nobody's going to be like, I tried to dance with you, Dingo. Uh, uh, They gave me my money back, Dingo. Dude, we could go head-to-head. No, Bruno. We could do teams. We're going to challenge other podcasts. I want the Barstool barstool guys. I want their best fantasy players to come in to the monkey cage, and we could dance. And let me tell you something. Anybody that comes into the monkey cage, anybody that comes into the monkey cage for fantasy football, you're not coming out the same. Okay, even if you win, the little piece of you is going to be left behind in that cage. So go to www.draftkings.com forward slash I am Rappaport. Use the promo code Rappaport and we could dance all season long. All right, we're going to start playing. I don't even know. Yo, Mo, Mo Netty, I don't know yo. anything about baseball. You don't know anything about baseball. We're going to do blind picks and we're going to start cracking asses in fantasy baseball. That, that's how oh, yeah. confident I am about it. Like, Mo Netty, can you name five baseball players right now? Uh, Ortiz. You know, uh, what's his first name? David Ortiz. Okay. Uh, uh, uh Yolandis, whatever it's, uh, Cepedes. Okay, you don't know, you can't pronounce his last name correctly. Go ahead, that's two. Um, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I don't okay, know. I, I can't, I definitely can't name five. Maybe, maybe if I started with CC Sabathia, I could squeeze out five. Uh, but, but I'm telling you right now, I'm so confident in, in, my, in my fantasy prowess across the board, but that, that we're going to start playing people in fantasy football, uh, in fantasy baseball before the season's over. This is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, all right. The official cop of San Jose. How you doing? It's the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. You're on with G. Moody and Michael Rappaport. What's up, man? Yep. This is crazy. I get online with you, man. I am a huge fan. I got hooked on the show about 115 episodes in. Wow. And then I just, I've been listening to, I go all the way back and try to listen to them all. And anytime you don't have a new, fresh show on, I just bust on one of the old shows and listen to it and enjoy it. Damn, that's nice, man. That, that's good to hear. I've been a fan yeah. of yours since way back, man. Like, 
Dick Ritchie, dude, like back then, man. And I've always followed you. And I appreciate uh, all, all the stuff that you put out. And now I'm a new fan of uh, Mr. Moody. Last name rhymes with duty, man. I like yeah. listening to both of you, man. I love it. Thank you so much, man. We, we appreciate that. We appreciate that. that, that that's so, so good to hear, man. Uh, yeah. We appreciate the support. I, I love that you're, you're all in. And, uh, you know, you, what, do you, what do you got for us today? You got any questions, any concerns, any, anything you want to get off your chest? Man, I just, I just wanted to thank you guys, man, for, for bringing this out there. I never even heard of a podcast until somebody told me about your podcast on the Twitter. And then I'm like, man, I like Rap- Michael Rappaport. I'm going to check it out. And I just got straight up hooked on it. But so, I'm, a, I'm a policeman out here in San Jose, and I want to be your official cop. Man, like when stuff goes down, you call me and say, hey, you know, what's the policy on this or policy on that? Because I've been yes. doing this 19 years. Wow. And I First just wanted, all, to, I wanted to be your guy. You're, you're in. You're, 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 you're in. the guy. You're, you're, you're in. We, 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 I'll we're, tell you something real quick that happened yesterday. Yesterday, man, 20 years, Tupac passed away, right? Because I'm, I'm a big fan of hip-hop, too, man. And um, I'm patrolling the streets, and I heard this girl, she's bumping her Tupac yesterday, right? Because 20-year anniversary. And I looked over, and I wanted to acknowledge, like, hey, I feel you, you know? And, right. and did she did she did she did, did did she see you like when she must have been tripped out that a cop was like why you know, like acknowledging that you know it was sad man she she looked at me with with the hate in her eye bro and i just wanted to like say hey i hear you i hear you bumping tupac i feel you i know it's 20 years i'm a fan of hip-hop right yeah i'm a, right. I'm a white i'm a white cop though man and it's sad because there's a lot of good cops out there and uh a lot of cops that are into the culture you know, and I, I saw when the people were hating on you, calling you a culture vulture, and man, that wasn't right. Right. You, you, you're live, dude. You know, you had like the experience with all them dudes. Right. Right. Well, I appreciate that. Let, let me let yeah. me ask you a question. Has has you've been in you've been a cop for 19 years? Has has uh the sort of uh the way you're 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 sort of looked at in general, you know, changed recently? Has it always been that way? You know. Talk to me about what it is like, uh, you know, to be a cop now and what it was like to be a cop 19 years ago. So check this out, man. I started with the LAPD in 1997. Wow. And, you know, it was at the time, it was the most hated police department in the in the country. But, man, I was just a young kid just enjoying the job. And uh, but now with this social media um, man, there's just a lot of hate out there. There's a lot of, you know, like you put on your, on your, on your site, man, it's the keyboard karate, mm. you know, they sit behind the keyboards and they hate on the police, but there's a lot of good dudes out there, man. We don't like when there's bad cops. We don't like them bad apples. Right. And we don't protect them, man. Right. We do not protect them because uh, they make it bad for the rest of us. Right. Right. Are, are you are you aware of them? Like, you know, without being too specific, you know, are you like, are you aware of guys that you're like, I don't get a good feeling about this guy? Right. And, and like, you know what? It's like, man, I don't want to work around that dude. Mm. I don't want to be around that guy. But wow. I mean, it's very few to right. be completely straight up with you, man. There are very few. There's right. a lot of good right. dudes that just want to be out there and do the right thing. But um, just like yesterday, man, it was sad because I wanted to like I wanted to show some acknowledgement to this girl who was bumping Pac on the 20 year death of his anniversary. You know what I'm saying? And then she just looked at me with just anger, like right. I was looking at her because her music was too loud, right? Not right. because I felt, you know, the hip hop culture of it. And like I'm a fan of Pac, right? You know right. what I'm saying? I wanted to look at her, and I was listening to your podcast when it, when it was going down. Oh, I had your podcast wow. playing on my iPhone on the visor. Wow! I heard Pac bumping. 
I look over and I look at her to like, hey, what's up? Yeah, 20 years, right? And then uh, it was just, mm. just the look in her eye, it was like, you know, she probably had some bad run-ins or something. I don't know. Right. Well, It was sad. Well, listen, I want to tell you, you're, first of all, you're absolutely, you're the official cop of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Congratulations. I don't know if that means anything to you, but it means a lot to us. Hey, that means the world to me, man, <laughs> because I'm a huge fan. Um I, I gave the producer um, my my cell phone number to call me back on. This is my home line. Cool. But you got my cell phone number. Um, I'd like to hook you and uh, G Moody up with some San Jose PD hats. I'm in the bomb squad too. Oh, so I could get you guys a couple bomb squad hats. Yes. A couple bomb squad coins. I'd like to get that out to you because. I'm a huge fan, dude. Yeah, we're, we're going to give it to you. We, we got your information. We're going to give yes. it to you. I want to I, I want to tell you we, we appreciate you know your your, your service and, and you know you and, and protecting and taking care Absolutely. of everybody. Uh, and, and and I you know I wish you uh, you know safe safe uh, you know time doing it and and I don't take it for granted and I appreciate the support for the podcast and I appreciate what you do you know putting Absolutely. on the line every day to to protect uh, you know people. Hey, thank yep. you, man. And you know what? I'm new to the whole Twitter thing, too, and I put it out on Twitter. I said, hey, I said, man, if you hear, you know, Mr. Moody or you hear Michael Rappaport mention anything, just stop and check it out. Mm-hmm. They talked about, you know, EPMD, you know, pause it. Play that stuff, you know, because right. that's right. classic stuff. Right. Anything they mentioned, you know? Yeah, we're going we're yeah. gonna, to gonna, gonna put that good stuff out. So, so, so uh, I appreciate the call. We'll, we'll, we'll get that stuff to us, and, and we would love to rock it. We appreciate the support, and and you know, ke- you know, keep on doing your thing, and and uh, you know, we're gonna keep doing our thing, and, and hopefully, we'll give you some uh, some some mental breaks when, when you're when you're on the job. Absolutely. Yep. And you guys have any questions that come up in law enforcement? Just you know, they got my number, man. You hit me up on the cell phone, I'll pick it up anytime. All right, cool, man. That'll be good. We could have some good conversations. All right, thanks, man. This made my this made my day, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you. It made our day too. This is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. What's your name? Shay. Shay, what's up? Shay, what's going on, Mike? I just had a question. Um, I wanted to know what it was like being uh, in a movie, going from a movie like uh, Higher Learning, working on the single fan, and then and then being in such a star-studded ensemble cast with De Niro and Keitel and. And Stallone in, in Top Rank, because I'm, I'm an aspiring actor from New York. I was wondering if you had any advice. Well, first of all, my first piece of advice is if you're going to do it, do it all in. Um, you know, th- th- this business is too, it's too competitive and too challenging to just dip your toe in it. it. It has to be something that you have to do. It can't be a side, a side project or a side idea. That's my, that's my piece of advice. In a general broad scope, it, it, it has less to do with talent and more to do with a mentality of, 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 of a can't, uh, can't look back, can't stop, won't stop, uh, forward thinking uh, mentality. That's, that's number one. As far as working on higher learning, that was a great movie. I got to work with people that I grew up watching before I even started acting. I was a right. fan of Ice Cubes from his music, from NWA. So to be on a set with him and, and playing a character that was cursing and saying all that. Intimidating. It was intimidating, not intimidating in a sense of like a, a fight, but it was intimidating because I'm like, I'm looking at him and I'm like, I've looked at this dude, like we shot the movie in like 95 and then like, you know, I'm like, I've yeah. been watching this dude, you know, for like the last six or seven years, like yeah. he, yeah. he, like, and his voice and the way he looks, it's so specific and this is coming <laughs> off um, Boys in the Hood. So it was such a like, you know, I mean, he's had like a few, like 
just when you think his career is at another high point, it goes even higher. You know, and, and, and was, that a, was that a sense of accomplishment? Like, I'm here, I made it, and I got to keep on and I keep doing what I'm doing. Totally, totally a sense of accomplishment. And then, of course, working with, with the guys in, in Copland, you know, it was like out-of-body experience. You know, uh, when I was working, I was working. But, like, as soon as, you know, in between cut and action, you know, I'm there. I'm not thinking about, you know, who I'm with. I'm, I'm like, focused on the scene. But, you know, in between takes and in between, you know, setups and all, like, I'm like, I just, this is, I was literally floating floating around doing that movie, F- literally. That's awesome, man. I, I just wanted to say I'm, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of your work. I grew up watching it. You know, it's 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 a guy. It's guys like you from New York that make me want to keep grinding and not look back because I've I've overcome some hard troubles in my life. And if anyone has has the will to get over it, and and like you said, just keep grinding and looking forward, like all in, all or nothing. That's that's me. I really appreciate you taking the time out for the call and giving me our advice. It was great hearing, man. Well, I I, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the support. And, uh, you know, uh, and like I said, the most important thing is to just, you know, keep, you know, as far as being an artist, keep, keep putting good things into your mind. Keep, you know, uh, you know, keep your imagination going um, and, and uh, you know, and, and just try to absorb as much as you can, because at a certain point, it, it's going to it's going to sort of purge out of you and, and, and work work for you. So thanks for the support of the show. Uh, we're going to keep it moving and hopefully we'll hear from you hear from you again, my friend. Thanks a lot, Mr. Apple. Have a great night, all right? All right yes, Peace. yes. Yo, Zach, what's good? Oh, shit. Well, hey, Rap, how you doing, my man? How you doing? I'm doing, doing good. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. You're on the phone with Mr. Moody and, and, and the gringo man, Dingo. What up? How, how you guys want? Hey, uh, I'm, a, I'm a dude from Jersey. I'm a hip-hop dude. Just graduated college, 22, so I've been working. Listen to the podcast, you know, grinding out every day. So it's been great for the commute, getting to work. So I know you guys talking about the drag hop and all that. And I'm, you know, I'm young, so I listen to that shit and all that. So I understand where you guys are coming from. So I want to know who do you guys think with the new age, the new age of hip hop, who is, who's that true hip hop, like how you guys talk about it. Cause, you know, I got three older brothers, so they talk about, you know, all the old hip hop. But I want to know who do you guys find in the new class, like the, the new class, who is that real hip hop that you think could carry the torch for the future? Well, well, I'll say I'll start it off first. I think uh, obviously Kendrick Lamar. I think the ASAP uh, Mob dudes, you know, have something special. Um, you know, I think that you know, I, I think Kanye sort of passed it because he's older now. And he, he's a veteran now. Yeah. He's a he's a second he's not graduation mode anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I think you know he's exciting. I think Joey Badass is good. Um, who else? I'm forgetting people. Um, Cole. Say it again. Jay Cole. Yeah, he's good. He's talented. Yeah. I, I like his songs. He's a good songwriter. He's conscious. You know, he, he's versatile. Um, you know, there, there's there's good guys. You know, there, there's definitely good guys. You know, we we try to keep it balanced in terms of you know you know being critical uh, uh, and also and also um, giving props to the dudes that deserve it. W- what about you, Mister uh, Mister Monetti? Yeah, I pretty much echo what you you said, man. You're you know pretty much the same. Uh, uh, Joel Ortiz is another another yeah. cat that's. That's dope. He's dope. But pretty much, pretty much whatever you said. Yeah, yeah. I think we're we're, we're we have a, a we're in a good good agreement. We've had you know uh, musical. Uh, we've shared music and excitement for music. That's that's one of the uh, ways that Mister Mister Monetti and myself. Uh, you know, we 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 you know we 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 shared that in common in '82 when hip hop. You know, was something that. It was so new and so sort of uh, 
you know, uh, evolving moment to moment, right. day to day. Uh, you know, when you know, we would. I remember specifically, you know, like sharing little beat tapes that we 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 record off of ninety eight point seven and one hundred seven point five, and even WKTU uh, Disco ninety two was still rocking back then, and they had their little their little rap shows. So whenever you whenever you got it, it was it was precious. Um, so it was a different time, and and, and I say it was better or or worse. You know, uh, it, it was different. And you know, you know, all things change and evolve, and hopefully the music will continue to improve and grow, and not get you know bogged down by by you know the 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 inst, instant uh, the instant access to, to to you know putting music out there. I think one of the big things that's lost is that you know when a person had a chance to put out a single back in the days, I say back in the days because it's not just one collective. Not one day. It's not one day. It's not one day. So, you know, people say back in the day. Well, what day? I say days <laughs> as a whole. That's just, yeah. that's just something I say. Um, um, but, you know, like back in the days on the Boulevard of Linden, like Tribe Cold Quest said, back in the days. We used on the, to kick routines and the presence was fit. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm young, but I, I know it a bit. No doubt, no doubt. You guys are like a time capsule for me, so I, I get to relate. Absolutely. Try to relate and try to teach back. Absolutely. So, so anyway, yeah. so hopefully the music will, will continue to be balanced. That's just the thing that I hope. I hope that it's balanced. Um, and, and uh, you know, if, if, you know, I was thinking about this. Tupac and Biggie Smalls are still revered right now. They're still respected and revered. But for some reason, the guys before them, a lot of them, they don't, they're not treated with the same respect. But if you listen to Tupac and Biggie, their music and their sentiment are, are the same guys that are, you, you sort of brush under the rug. You're like Tupac right. and Biggie are from that first tier of hip-hop. That first generation, like they, they're the same, they got, they would have been around the same ages as, as me and Mr. Monetti. They're a little bit younger than us, um, but 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 you know, like Biggie, he came up on the same the same era, the, the same the same mixtapes, you know, the, you know, Peace to Ron G, Capri, uh, you know, and, and all that stuff, and the, he he knew what it was, but for some reason, because these guys passed, they're still revered. They're so revered because they're, they're martyrs. But but uh, Rakim and Big Daddy Kane are like, you know, they're, they're not treated like the stars that they are. They right. should be treated like, uh, you know, Mick Jagger, uh, Peter Frampton, and, and the, the classic rock dudes. But in hip-hop, for some reason, uh, uh, they're just sort of like, oh, you know, they're like forgotten about. Like, oh, yeah, there's, there's those guys. Cool Moldy. Right. Oh, there's, there's, there's that guy. Now, you should be excited when Cool Moldy walks in a room. You should be you, your heart. Your heart should be you know should race faster when when you see KRS One. It shouldn't just right. be you're, you're seeing some. Oh yeah, that's that guy. No, you should be as excited as you are to see uh, uh, you know Paul McCartney. So in yeah. my opinion, yeah. in my opinion, yeah. so so yeah. Right. he's down to like Miles Davis and Coltrane in in hip hop genre. Exactly. So anyway, I appreciate I mean, relating to my age. I know when when you hear like the big big epoch, they got. Some songs that the girls can buy food and they're party songs that are popular. I know, like, people be playing that and they don't know Tribe or anything like that. So I'm like, yo, like, listen to this. A lot yeah. of my roommates are like, yo, listen to this. Um, I know I have one thing for you guys. Um, I, I have a little verse. It's a, it's a I Am Rap Sport theme verse. I don't know. You want me to go acapella? I do like Sticks by Moody Beast. We could, we could lace that up with it. But if you want, I, I can spit some bars for you and see where we're at. Yeah, I know spit. it's a hip hop podcast. We got to keep it hip hop. Oh yeah, no spit, spit right now. Let, 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 let's hear it. Let's hear it. I would beatbox for you, but I think it would it would throw anybody off. Hard body, karate. I call the body. I stay up on the ice like the boy was playing hockey. 
Mm. I come from fucking Philly, Duke. You know I fuck for Rocky. Rappaport and G Monetti, flows you cannot copy. I'm with Stan Van Gundy and we cooling in the tropics. Flying over water with a stripper in the cockpit. Van Gundy got the UE, you know I'm finna snock it. Patino out here freaking off, yo, you need to stop it. You chick fucks me on the great sky, Bobby and Whitney. No fat check and believe it or not, like it's Ripley. I come up on the spot with the cream cheese and locks. You can't be looking for the keys, but I got the lock. When I pull up on the lock, yeah, you know I got the lock. It's mm. the I am rapper for the show never stop. Ooh, I like uh, that. I like that. That was so, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I appreciate it. I did over stick, but yo, yo, Moody, you gotta loop them beats longer so I can actually do it. It cuts off before I finish the sixteen. That's what I was telling Monetti. Jared, Gerald, yo, what 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 do we gotta do? Let it go for let these guys rock. I you you send me the beats. I'm like, I'm just starting to get my head movement. <laughs> This is, I mean, crazy. I just rapped the Michael Rappaport and G movie, G Monetti. Like this, I mean, this is crazy as it is. So. Well, we appreciate we appreciate the support. We're gonna encourage Monetti to to, to let the beats rock for at least at least two more minutes, and uh, uh, you know, let, let you know, keep with us. We're gonna keep giving you the fire, and, and thank you for the support. We're gonna take some other calls now. Yeah, I, I appreciate it, boys. Hey, keep bringing the heat. I, I got all my boys saying Duke and, and money and all that, so. <laughs> keep the lingo coming, so we're, we're going to keep on saying it. People are like, yo, what is, why are you calling me money? Like, why are you doing that? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't know, man. It's all right. Keep spreading the word, man. Word. Hey, real too. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, Aaron in Vancouver to see Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. You're on the air with me, the Gringo Man Dingo, and G Moody. Uh, if you haven't figured out his last name, uh, it rhymes with duty. Yeah, 100% it rhymes with duty. What's up, fellas? How you doing? What up? Just trying to live, man. Just trying to live. Just, I just wanted, just wanted to say... Uh, you give you guys a big shout out. Really appreciate the show. It's it's been a life changer, man. You guys bring a smile to my face, and I also love when you guys get real on a, a lot of the opinions and stuff. And I love to hear what you guys have to say. G Moody, you're like, I don't even know, man. You're you're slick as hell. It's dope, just dope to hear, man. And I just I know you guys got lots of uh, callers and everything, but Rappaport, I just have one question for you. Uh, a big fan of the Beats, Rhymes, and Life documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually at that show. I believe your last you filmed it at the Gorge, the um, Rock the Bells concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was there. And I just always wow. wondered. I was, uh, uh, yeah, I was there, man. I saw Most Def, Nas, right, right, right. They were all there. Cool Kids, Layla, yep. Shit, Far Side. It was a good show. Anyways, I just wanted to know, man, what was going through your mind when you guys were filming, and then that huge argument broke out. Like I just, I'm assuming those are some of your heroes, also people that you just grew up like. I'm sure it was crazy just to even get in and do that film and that documentary, but, like, what was going through your head when you just see, like, this huge beef happening with maybe one of your favorite groups of all time? Um, Well, first of all, I appreciate that. Second of all, I I don't want to say it wasn't huge. It was very emotional. Um, and and what, what what was going through my mind is is it is it hurt me because I can relate you know at the end of the day it's like they're a tribe called Quest but at the but at the end of the day uh, you know they, they're they're a family of uh, obviously you know with, with the passing of, of of the great Fife Dog uh, um, you know uh, the, the tribe called Quest uh, the music will just have to live on 
Um, but, but you know, I, I had a lot of feelings. I had a lot of feelings. Um, you know, making that movie was a pleasure. It was an honor. Um, it was a challenge. Um, I, I am so glad that, that, that we were able to do it and that, that uh, it's there for the people. Um, and, and, and uh, you know, making a film, making a documentary is, is a hard thing, especially when you're making it about people that you really, really love and respect, uh, but you know you have to tell a story that might make people a little uncomfortable. Um, but, you know, we did it. At the end of the day, uh, uh, I think everybody, uh, for the most part, is in agreement that they appreciate it and, and, and love the film. I get compliments on it all the time. And, uh, you know, they, they're, they're a very important, a, a very important of... A uh, part of uh, the la- of music uh, outside of hip hop. Part of music in in the uh, they're just as important as anybody else in the last you know thirty forty years of music. Uh, they're, they're classic American music, and that music will live forever. That that music by a tribe called Quest will will live on forever because it'll never go out of style. It's it, yep. you know the majority of it uh, is perfection. Um, so totally. so it was a, it was a great a great honor to make that film. Hundred percent, man. I really appreciate you uh, producing and film. That film is just—it's epic, man. I've watched it a dozen times, and it's really, really good. G. Moody, yo, where you guys get rid of me? You versus Rappaport. You guys never talk about this on the podcast. One on one, game to five, mm. max three dribbles, possession. You get Shit. ball first. Give me the score. Are you talking about now? Yeah, right now. Well, not I, in your heyday. Not in the prime. How many points Back is the down. game? Five. Everything by everything's one. Can, can it be to three? Because I think five. I don't. Gee, do you think we can yeah, make I it to five? I can't, I can't go to five. <laughs> so so let's play <laughs> the game to three. I, I'm gonna have to go with myself because uh, uh, G, G, you know I just feel like in one on one, even in, like let me tell you something. This is no bullshit. G Moody was as good as anybody else in New York yep. City at the time. Now I'm not saying he was as great. But he can play with the best of them. That's real talk. I wasn't on his level in terms of the competition. But, gee, I think, I think you'll say this. You were never like a good – like when, when guys would play actual one-on-one, that wasn't something you were like particularly great at, right? Uh, yeah, I, was, I, I wasn't good at that too, yeah. Because no. yeah, you, were, you were better like, you know, a 5-on-5 guy, you know. And, and, you know I was, and I think, you know, being a left-handed guy, it's always hard to beat somebody in one-on-one because it's just an awkward thing. So yeah. I'm going to right now game the three, just like I would in, in, in the 90s, even though Mo, Monetti was clearly better than me, and I felt like I could beat him in one-on-one then. I'm going to say me, Mike Rapp. I'm going to crack that ass, Moody, game three. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'll keep it to you, man, because that's, that's not my thing. Yeah, and, and, and as bad a shape as I am in right now, I know that I'm in better shape than G. Monetti. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Moody ain't rocking the hot yoga, that. huh? Moody, Moody, are you doing any hot yoga? No, hell no. Okay. All right, well, listen, thanks <laughs> All for right, the I'll call. I'll let you guys go, man. I really appreciate you taking the call. Much love to the rap pack. I follow the, the whole group chat on Twitter. Those guys and girls are hilarious, man. Thanks you for doing your thing, and uh, shout out from Vancouver. Make it up here one day. Oh, we would love that. We would love that. The, yes, sir, that man. would be a great place to start the world tour, to, to, to make it actually, you know, other places in the world. At, at, um, so thank you, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Shiloh. Yo, what's happening? What's the good word, fellas? Yeah, the the, the good word is fantastic. How you doing? Good. Just calling you guys from Santa Cruz, California. I just wanted to say thank you for your podcast. It's going great. Uh, love everything about it. I love the fact that you know I hit you guys up on Instagram, send you a picture or something. Like an hour later, you guys respond. It's cool how you guys reach out to your fans. I appreciate it. 
Well, well, thank we, you. We we appreciate that you appreciate it. Uh, you you might want to think about feeling bad for us because the fact that we have so much time on our hands that we could reach out to every single fan <laughs> that hits us is it says a little about about us. It, it works for you guys, but it's a sad reality for for me and G Monetti. But we appreciate <laughs> yeah. the support. Now you're in Santa Cruz. Let, let me ask you a question: Is the yeah. weed culture in Santa Cruz? Like heightened compared to even 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 like other parts of California because you always hear about the weed in Santa Cruz before it was legalized. Well, what is it like up there now? Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, you know you don't have to say uh, whether or not you partake in it. But what is it the weed culture like as far as Santa Cruz? Like, do you grow up knowing about weed? Like like you learn about Barney and then like can uh, the difference between sativa and indica? <laughs> well, I grew up in uh, El Segundo, in Los Angeles, where Red Fox said where the sewer meets the sea. But I've lived up here for seven years, and uh, you know what? It's 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 laid back. It's more it's more, probably more laid back than LA. You could walk around downtown. You'll smell. You'll take whiffs. You'll smell someone smoking a joint. The cops aren't going to stop you. They have other shit to do. I mean, they should be doing better shit. But realistically, you know, no one no one gives a shit. You, you have friends all over that are you know growing in mountains or whatever, but it, overall, it's really laid back, you know, and uh, it's just not enforced up here, you know, I mean, obviously, you have a certain amount, someone's going to get in trouble, but, you know, walking around, puffing on something, no, you're not getting stopped. Right, it's, that's it's like, that's like, drinking, uh, that's like drinking a, uh, a Snapple up there. Exactly. 100%. Hey, I got a quick question, though, you know, this world tour, I know you guys want to come to Santa Cruz, but is San Francisco anywhere on the list at all? Yo, listen, we're not objecting to Santa Cruz, San Francisco, El Segundo, uh, any place. Uh, Mars. <laughs> absolutely. So, so we would love to come to San Francisco, uh, uh, you know, or any, anywhere else. We're, 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 we're taking the tour everywhere where we're wanted. Yeah, good. Yeah, you're well wanted up here, man. We'd love to see you up here. I'd love to see you in Santa Cruz. That'd be great, but no, no problem driving that hour and a half up to the city. Hey, Moody, about those Moody beats, I heard a caller say earlier about uh, extending them out. I've been playing them at my house, and I love them. I downloaded that app just for your music, and uh, I actually put it on at a barbecue at our house the other day, not knowing that they were 30 seconds long. And two songs into it, people were looking at us like, wait, what the hell are you playing here? There you, know, you go. Was starting to get into it. But, there uh, you yeah, go. You can put it on I got you. That'd be great. We really love that. It's the, the, every, every person has said that. The, you're, you're the second person that said that tonight, so now Moody's going to let the beats go for at least – Two minutes. I think two minutes is a good amount of time, or ninety seconds. It should be between ninety seconds and two minutes, Mister Moody. Yes, got you. Yeah, I got one one last question. Hey, I just want a record of the day: hip hop, jazz, or funk. Something I should be picking up tonight. Mm. You got to give him something, G. Hip hop and the jazz. Hip hop. I'll be good. Um, you got that diamond D, stunts, blunts, and hip hop. Diamond Perfect. D, and it's psychotic, neurotic. That, that that's a that's a great. I'll give you I'll give you a record that I was listening to earlier today. Eric Dolphy. It's 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 a little bit avant garde, but not too avant garde. But it's definitely I wouldn't say it's easy listening jazz. But Eric Dolphy out there. I I love that record and, and I love I love everything about him. Um, I, I find his music to be thought provoking. So I would say Eric Dolvey, you, if you're getting out there, you should get out to lunch because they're signing. They're sort of like companion pieces. So Eric Dolphy out there and out to lunch. Th- those are my the two uh, jazz records of the day from uh, the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Hey, all right, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Look forward to hopefully seeing you in my town or somewhere nearby soon, man. Thank, thank you. you guys thank very you. Much. All right, bro. Yo, 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 Melly Mel, what's good? Oh, Agent Rap, what's going on, man? Everything's good. Everything's good. How you doing? 
Good, good, man. What's going on, Jimudi? What's good? Everything's good, bro. What's up? Hey, man, uh, if you, I hope you guys don't mind asking. I, I don't know what direction the parka was going, man, but I just want to ask a general question for you guys, or uh, um, I could answer this. Hey, man, if uh, Comedy Central were to give you a call and say, hey, man, we want to have you on the show and, and roast someone, a celebrity or any anyone important, who would you roast and why? And mm. as a two-part to this question, and if Comedy Central wanted to invite you to get roasted, hmm. who would you have as your host and who would you have as your five um guests to roast you jesus that's you a good guys. question that's a good question um mm-hmm. man i don't know i mean i think bieber would have been easy pickings you know who would be good to get roasted you know who would be good it would be good for him kanye if kanye, kanye oh, if yeah. kanye if kanye was like all right i'm i'm gonna do it it's sort of like you know shows i mean it's a hot it's it's a it's a hot seat because when they did yeah. bieber they destroyed him but I, I, <laughs> I you know if kanye wanted like to really sort of show that he doesn't take himself seriously and it's a brave thing to do because bieber doing it he didn't need to do that um kanye would be someone that i would love to roast i think it would be good and as far as me getting roasted you got to have jeffrey ross cuz he's the best in the business I think that um, Kevin Hart, you know, he he's going to shoot firecrackers at you. Um, <laughs> you know, who else would be good? You know, um, there's always good. That one guy, Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live, he's okay. emerged as a great young, uh, a great young roaster. Um, yeah. Who else is good, man? That's that's the three I can think of off the top of my head, but I'm I'm forgetting. But you know, the thing is funny because when they get random people to roast you, like when Martha Stewart. You know, obviously it was written, but she was good when she roasted Bieber. So th- there's all sorts of people, uh, you know, that I, that I, that I, you know, whoever, who, I'm sure if, if I ever did it, if I ever got to a position where I was, you know, needed to be roasted or if I was famous enough where anybody wanted to roast me, shit, man, I'd have to take like, you know, some Ativan or something because that, that would be, that would be tough. That would be, that's a, that's a hard pill to, I, I think they'd start with my nose and they would just be. It would just be, it would be tough, but it would be fun, and, and you know, it's it's all in good fun. You you know what you're getting yourself into. So that's a good question, Mel. Um, I like your name, Melvin, because uh, I like man. Melvin Gordon. He's the starting running back for the the, the rap Rappaport's delight, aka that thing's big, aka uh, make it stop, uh, make it stop. Uh, so thanks for calling in, Melvin. I appreciate yeah. it, guys. Thank you. Matt in Eugene, Oregon. This is the world. This is why we're a worldwide phenomenon. Matt, what's up? Yes. How's it going, man? How you feeling, Matt? Good, good, man. I just had a. Oh, I just want to say I love uh, you and Moody's podcast, man. And I love when you uh, guest star on uh, all the sporting shows like First Take and The Herd and all those. Thank you, man. Thanks. Uh, no, really quick though, I just wanted to get your opinion uh, about LeBron. Now, you know, I know how everybody's been talking about how Kevin Durant went to. Golden State, and everybody kind of hates that because they're creating super teams. I'm all about that. I hate super teams. But I feel like just because LeBron won, they forgot that he left Miami because things weren't so cool, you know, once he left. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, what, what, do you have a specific question about it or just that, just that general? Yeah, I just mean, like, what, like, do you think everyone's just forgotten? That, I mean, I, 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 I feel think like that, since LeBron won, like, they just don't even talk about it anymore. Like, well, I think that because they won, it's sort of, it's sort of over. Because he, 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 left, he left Miami with a purpose. He had a specific idea that he wanted to end a goal. And, you know, even though it drove me nuts, they won. And he was the best player in, in that series. Uh, you know, and, and Golden State, they blew it. And I'm sure it's been a tough pill to swallow all summer. 
Um, you know, I, I I could break LeBron's balls all the time, but it really can't say nothing now because he he shut it down, man, and he shut it down at the most important time, uh, uh, at the biggest moment uh, of 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 the game seven. So, you know, you, you gotta you gotta accept it. I I, I gotta accept it, and and you know, and if you, if you're a LeBron hater, you can't be a blind hater. Yo, he's no no no, he's that, sick. That, so that's what I was gonna say. I'm I'm I am I'm a hater for sure. But I understand he's amazing. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. With that, be, with that being said, though, like Kyrie was killing it. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's not one on one. It's it's basketball. It's a team sport, and he's he'll he'll be the first one to say it. It's like, you know, you, you're not going to win it. Nobody won a championship by themselves. So you know, it, it's uh, uh uh he did good. I'm looking forward to the NBA season, and uh, you know. It's uh, it's gonna be fun, and right now I can't even focus too much on NBA because I'm so wrapped up in the NFL and fantasy that it's hard to even think straight. Oh, for sure. All right. Well, one last question, NFL. Uh, did you pick anybody up on the waiver wire? I picked <laughs> up. I picked up in in one league. I I, I picked. I I had to. I I dropped. I dropped Kenny Stills because when you when you miss a pass, uh, as wide open as he is, and you're sitting on my bench. You, you, you're no longer on Rappaport's light. So I dropped Kenny Stills because I have Zach Ertz and I needed a tight end, so I was able to get Eric Ebron, and I feel really good about that. And then I don't think I made any other teams, and, and that's why I said I won the draft. See, in week two, if you're scratching your head and making trades and making drops, that proves you didn't read the draft. In the Stern League, I, I, I tried to make a couple of pickups, but I didn't think twice about it. It's like, okay, if I could get this guy good, if not, ah. I'm gonna sleep like a baby anyway on a Casper mattress. So I, I you know, it is what it is. But but yeah. thanks for calling in, and you know, we appreciate the support, and uh, you know, and keep keep listening to the show and, and spread the word, my friend. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Tell Moody to keep his beats going. Moody to eat. Yeah. Go ahead, Moody. No doubt. No doubt, bro. Jessica, how are you? See, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Thank God, because it's been sausage soup in here. Sure. We, we, what up? What up? We, we, we're, what up? We're glad you called, uh, Jessica, because, you know, I, as much as I love talking to the, the rabid rapper pack, Jesus Christ, man, it, we're t- talk about sausage soup. T- talk, yeah. talk about a dick buffet. Uh, it's been going down in here. So, so how you doing, Jessica? Good. We got to get the ladies up in here. Please. C- please send yeah. them our way, you know, just, just to break it up a little bit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm calling from your your hood, Upper East Side. Are you really oh. calling? You're you're in the you're on the Upper East Side now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so how did you find out? Uh, how did you find out about the Iron Rapport uh, podcast? Uh, I've been listening. I, I've been listening for a long time now. I found out from Watch What Happens Live. I mm. saw you on, and I loved what you were saying. I was like, I have to listen. I have to listen to this podcast, and I've been hooked for. A, I don't know how many. Definitely over a year. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate. Are you excited about the uh, the real uh, the 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 Roni uh, 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 part three of the finale coming up tonight? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I want to see some buck wild shit going on. <laughs> so, so where are you on the Upper East Side? Uh, I'm in the upper 60s. I don't want to say exactly where. Okay, 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 cool. We got to keep it confidential. Yeah, yeah, we don't want any any lunatics. Well, listen, I I appreciate you calling. Uh, We're we're going to get ready to uh, step off from this podcast. I I actually need to go home and get ready for uh, the reunion part three. I appreciate the support, and thank you for calling in. Yeah, Yeah, love you you guys. Love you too. Yeah. All right.
Listen, anybody that wants a soft-ass I Am Rapport Stereo podcast t-shirt, go to districtlines.com forward slash I Am Rapport. The promo code gets you 10% off on any t-shirt. We have the full Iverson, hard body karate. We have the smash mouth fantasy football t-shirts. We have the classic G Monetti t-shirt. Who doesn't want to walk around with G Monetti's face on a t-shirt? We have the Black History Month, the green, the black, and the red. Uh, we, 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 we have Make Podcasts Great Again, and they're all soft. Okay, go to districtlines.com forward slash IamRappaport.com. 10% off. Okay, all the t-shirts are now 20 bucks. And I, I'm, I always... I always have a, a soft SIM Rapport Stereo Podcast t-shirt on because we have the Raging Bulls t-shirt. I wore that today on live TV. I wore the Raging Bulls t-shirt today on live TV. Okay, so, uh, uh, you know, what, 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 G. Monetti, what kind of soft SIM Rapport Stereo Podcast t-shirt do you have? Now, we have Stickman t-shirts. Yeah, I had my Stickman on. I just tweeted my shirt. I'm yeah. rocking it, man. When, when you're walk, when you're walking around the Bronx in a stickman uh, t-shirt, do you feel a certain a, a certain amount of uh, I don't know a confidence about you? Like, is there a certain gait, a certain sway in your walk? Yes, because I see the people passing me, looking at the shirt, wondering what that means, like mm. like really gazing at the shirt. So it's drawing people in, mm. and I dare someone to ask me what is a stickman. Okay, okay. Uh, and, and obviously you had your clothes on because you, you didn't say you were at the Gun Hill Road train station. So you, you, you actually wore the T-shirt to the train station and then you disrobe at the train station. No, no, oh, no, I I'm didn't sorry. I didn't do that. You today. didn't? What? I didn't do that today. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, listen, every, you know, you got to take days off. Do we have any other? Who we got the next phone call? Yo, uh, yeah, this is Charlie. Uh, I'm uh, calling in from uh, Spokane uh, at Gonzaga University. Uh, just want to tell you, I, I fuck with you guys hard body karate. Mm. Uh, mm. I've been listening ever since uh, you rap. You came in on Bill Simmons' podcast. You came in hot. Yes. Uh, and I looked your ass up right away. And yes. I've been I've been fucking with you guys ever since. Yes. Mm. Thank you. Um, I just want to call. Uh, me and my buddies were listening to the pod the other day, and uh, I was introducing you to them, and they were very intrigued by the term stick man. Yes. And I was trying to, I was doing my best to explain to them what a stick man is. And we were playing some 2K. We were playing, you know, uh, you know, watching the NBA. And I was just wanted to ask you if you could give. I don't want to put you on the spot. If you could give a starting five mm. for stick men, mm. because we were talking, and I was talking shit with some of my boys, hmm. and I was sticking up for Dr. J, and they were talking about Will Chamberlain, hmm. and I, I just wanted to know, you know, if you if you had a top five, if you hmm. had, you know, uh, uh, a starting five. Very, very valid. Very, very good question. Um, I'll say this. Uh, Dr. J is is a very underrated coxman, uh, stick man. Uh, obviously, uh, Wilt Chamberlain when he, he he I think he over exaggerated the the twenty thousand women he said he was with because mathematically mm-hmm. they said that was impossible even for some of some of the great coxmen. Um, so uh, let's go with uh, basketball players. I'll try to give my top five basketball players. Yes. Um, I will say this, okay? Um, the great Dr. J, yes, uh, he's going to be the small forward. Um, uh, uh, then we're going to have, uh, Dominique Wilkins. We're going to have him at the, at the two guard, although he's a small forward. Uh, he, that's he, what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's got to, he's got to shift positions because doc, uh, is, is, is always going to be first, uh, you know, to play the, the three. Um, obviously we're going to put Wilt as a, uh, uh, the center. Um, we need a point guard now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was thinking Magic Johnson because, Boom. you know, before he got HIV, 
Obviously. We both know he was laying it down. Yes, good good point. So <laughs> so I would say Magic Johnson for sure. And then and and then there, who are some of the guys in the NBA now? Because there's great coxmen, great young stickmen in the NBA now. Uh, in the '90s, you had great. Great, m- m- fantastic coxman. So I, I'm trying to think of who that fifth man would be. Um, who has well, and, and and we were we were talking about it a lot too. And something we were talking about was you look at a lot of the great guys in the NBA now. I mean, you know, Kobe just retired. He got married early. LeBron got married early. Yes. He's got kids who are like ten. Yes, and, you know, shit. He's like thirty. You know, yeah. some like I don't fact check. No, but um, why you know, would you? So we're looking at the greats right now. But, you know, I think part of it is. The great stick oh, men are I, doing it under the radar. I, yeah, absolutely. I, I have to say, I got the answer. And this is a great power forward for this team. Um, Sean Kemp. Um, who's, That's a great one. Sean Kemp, who, who, who is the reason why I got a vasectomy. Okay, <laughs> I, I'll give you a quick story. I was, uh, when I was single, I was with a young lady in Chicago. Beautiful young uh, girl. Spanish. Uh, fantastic. We were uh, intimate. And, and while we were intimate... For some reason, while the intimacy was, 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 was actually going on, this is a true fucking story, Sean Kemp popped into my mind. Now, I love this guy. I know Sean Kemp since I'm about 16 years old. Sweet dude. I think his career was, was cut short because I just think he was just never fully focused and it came so easy to him. And, and I think that, you know, one of the things that derailed his career was... I don't know the exact number, so I don't want to throw him under the bus, but, but he, he laid it down. He laid it down. He's got multiple children, and this is a good dude, so I'm not trying to throw my man under the bus, but he's the power forward for the starting five Coxmen on the All-NBA team. Uh, Gerald, do you, do you have anyone to add? Am I missing anybody that you could think of? No, you see, uh, that's it, man. Uh, what about the actors? Leo, did you mention Leo? Oh well, we we've talked about him. He he he's sort yeah. of separated himself from the pack. He's like sort of the Lance Armstrong of Coxman. Uh, when yeah. Lance Armstrong was was winning uh, the, the the Tour de Fra, I call it Fra because I I know how to speak French. When he was winning the Tour de Fra uh, and, and just you know dominating the the competition, whether he was on uh, that 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 Uwe, uh that powerhouse or not, um, you know he he sort of separates the time. So obviously Leo would be the number one guy. But but I I, I just want to celebrate the NBA, some of the NBA coxmen, and and I think we did a good job of it now, yes. just now. And I appreciate the call. I appreciate the insight, and I appreciate you help helping us put together this great team. Uh, another great stick man. He, 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 he uh, another guy I've known since I was a kid, a uh, funny guy. We could have him on the podcast. He'd actually be a great guest because he'd have great fuck stories. John Sally, John Sally uh, of the Detroit Pistons and Bad Boys, Brooklyn bred, born and raised. He's a great coxman, under the radar mm. coxman. Um, still active, but he would tell great stories about being an NBA pro with the bad boys in in the eighties and nineties. So thank you for the call. We're gonna keep it moving, um, and I appreciate the support. Tina in LA, how are you, darling? Doing great. How are you? I'm well, good. I'm good. Question. What, what's going on? I just came from running down Griffith Park Observatory. I'm out here in the streets, as you can hear. That the cart's passing me by. Okay, okay, okay. How's it going out there? It's great. The weather is great. But what I wanted to say, I originally called because I was going to support you guys on your No Good Judges. Huh. Um, but then I heard you and the NOS caller talking about uh, NBA players. And I actually wanted to switch, if I could, and say something about that. 
I don't understand why do these players get married young? Why don't they just play the field and, and stick it? I mean, I don't, I don't understand. What do you think about that? You very, and Harold. Very, very, yes. very valid question. I'll let Moody take the lead on that. Um, Mr. Moody, go ahead. I I, I don't know. I, I don't know. If they should take Derek Jeter's lead, and it would be wise just to stay single and, and have a good time. And then when your career is yeah. over, then you jump the broom. I think in general, I'll speak. I'll speak in general for men. You, 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 you. In general, I think men want to do the right thing. I think when you're so young and you have so many things coming at you, um, and 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 so many different people coming at you, and women are literally, and and I don't say this in any uh, d- disrespectful way, but when you're when you're famous, yeah. if you're a professional athlete, athlete, women are, are disposable to you. They're literally like you could pick oh, them yeah. up. So so it's hard. So you could be married and want yeah. to do the right thing, and then there's a you know you're 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 in a hotel in Utah. Uh, you're there for a yeah. game against the Jazz. Um, you, you're, oh, yeah. you're, you're wandering the hallways, or maybe you wanted to go downstairs yep. to the bar to get a water. And there's a young... you got a nice, a nice young piece, you know, is, is stepping <laughs> to you, and, you know, what you going to do? It's, I, this is... See, I like... Listen, sweetheart, this is a great call, because usually it's just uh, guys <laughs> saying this, and women don't want to acknowledge it, and they want to call guys yeah. scumbags. But I oh, appreciate... Please, please, that's bullshit. That's bullshit, because otherwise, how are these guys sticking it to these chicks unless they got some chicks hanging out at the, at the end of the game, at the end of the show, you know, talking about, hey, with your chicks hanging out, come on now, let's, let's be real about it. But that's why it's such a question to me why these dudes still get married. And I'll say this, though... I do know some um, Dallas Cowboys players, mm. even a retired Dallas Cowboys player who is prominent, and I befriended, befriended, not nothing, you know, sleazy, a true friend, mm-hmm. and he's actually beginning to mentor some of these new cats, you know, at the combines, at mm. these football combines, because, you mm. know, these young men need that. They need to hear the horror stories, uh, whether it's about chicks. Um, getting these kids, they need to sew that shit up. Yes. These chicks out here, they are not playing. They are mm-hmm. looking for a free ticket. Not all of them, obviously. I'm just saying. We see the shows. You know the basketball wives and all the other stuff that you like to watch. You see it. Everybody knows it. Why are these dudes still getting married? Why don't they see the writing on the wall? And just take note. It, it really bothers me that these dudes do this. I, I think that they, they don't know. I mean, I think for young people in general, you don't know, you know, and it takes experience. It sometimes it, it, it takes the mistakes have to be made. Some guys make it through. Some guys are ready for it. But I think the majority, especially, you know, for, yeah. for specifically, ath- specifically athletes, you're getting yeah. that nice nice young snapper thrown at you. And you don't, yeah. know, what, you don't know what to do. You want to taste it. You 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 want it you want it you want it as you should right? Yeah, you keep it moving. That's why you don't get married. Exactly. How else are you going to be able to rack it up if you if you get married? You're you know you're you're hurting everyone because ultimately if you get married and you still have people being thrown at you, you know, and you're being tempted, you're hurting you know your wife. You're hurting the children if there are children involved. Everybody gets hurt. Why even go through that when you can just simply have fun? Yep.
I, agree. I don't get it. I, I love that you, you called and did this because it's always just the guys talking. I, I would love to have you back on the podcast. Um, we, we, we appreciate the love and su- the support. Um, you know, we're, we're, oh, yeah. we're getting ready to wrap this, this one up. And, and thank you so of much course. for the phone call. This was a great phone call. And, and uh, you know, like we said, we said, it's been sausage soup up in here. Okay, to hear a yeah. nice, yeah. <laughs> a nice friendly, a friendly female voice with with great insight has been good. So, so thank you so much for calling and 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 spread the gospel of the Iron Rap Poor Stereo podcast. Hey, I got my T-shirt on right now. Everybody at Griffith Park Observatory was looking at me. So Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm representing. Yeah. Fuck yeah, so, thank uh, you so thank much. You. Thank, thank you, you so much. All right, sweetheart. Richard in Portland. What's up, my man? How you doing, my friend? Whatever. I'm good. I left work early so I can get on this motherfucker live. All right, man. You're live. You're live with the Gringo Man Dingo and G Monetti, the 2015. Go ahead. What up, Gerald? I'm a big what up, what fan. Up? I've been down since day one. About a year ago, I won a shirt doing the uh, Al Pacino line of the week. Ha ha ha. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say the show is great. The love between you and Gerald is genuine. I got homies. I've been friends with. I grew up in Phoenix. Mm. I got friends I've been friends with for like 35 years. And it's the same shit when we when we kick it and talk shit. It's like how you and Gerald kick it, and I. It's genuine. Your podcast is fucking great. Also, I gotta say, I had a son nine months ago. His name is Maceo. No bullshit. Wow. I, I yeah. And it. I I don't want to say that you were like the catalyst to that, but you know, in the spirit of no fact checking, you might have been the catalyst. And my son's name being Maceo. So, well, well, uh, uh, that means a lot. You know, I, I, I just have good taste, and it proves you have good taste. You know, the name Maceo for me was, was you know, a, a dedication to Maceo Parker and the Maceo from De La Soul. I've always loved that name. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it, you, you'll, you'll find that, that your son is special and unique, and, and, and you never get tired of saying it. It's just a great name, and, and uh you know, it, it rolls off the tongue. So I, I was one of the, the best decisions I made as a parent so far, naming, naming my one son, Maceo. And I, I agree. And I've been a DJ for 21 years. I'm 39, so I'm raised in that good shit hip-hop era. Not that bullshit now. I mean, I love what you guys are talking about. I'm kind of kind of pissed that you can be in Phoenix on the 16th because that's my hometown. Because mm. um, I'm going to be there on the 28th for my 20-year high school reunion. Mm. So I'm mm. kind of... Kind of bum, I'm missing that, but I do got a question though. I got a couple questions. Give it to us. Give us to us. When in the '90s, what the fuck were you guys doing, chilling in Phoenix in the '90s? You and Gerald, <laughs> you mentioned that. And I'm like, what, what? What is the draw going to the desert in the '90s when G, G, the Southwest T- was buck wild? Gee, but break break it down. Explain to him what what, what 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 well you were out there, and then I just came out there to rock with you. So so G, G will break it down. Well, I went to school in uh, Yuma, and and Mike was in L.A. So Mike would come on the weekend, and he would we would chill in Yuma, and then drive to L.A. So we was doing that like '87, '88, and just oh, chilling shit. out, man. Arizona's cool, man. As though, and I saw Gerald went to Miss White's Kitchen. That's a staple in Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix! Yeah, Hello? I love Phoenix. We're we're, we're going to be out there, you know, and, and we're looking forward to being with the people. We appreciate the respect. And, and the support, and uh, you know, and, and and you know, stay in touch with us, man. We're we're easy to find. I will. I'm trying to get you guys out here to Portland. Oh, I'm we're trying we're, to make that happen. We're ready to go. We're ready to go. Yes. I'm trying to make that happen. I'm trying to line it up. I'm trying to get you guys in the north to Seattle at my man Nate's Wing and Waffle spot. So I'm trying to like hook all that shit up for you guys. Hopefully, in the next year we can make that happen. All right. Once again, 
I appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you, my man. Thank you, my man. We'll talk to you soon. Eric, what's really good? good? This is Eric. Hey, I just wanted to say, first off, Google Mandingo, listen to you every day. G. Moody, your beats are the bomb. Uh, Also, I wanted to give a shout-out to your uh, Tribe Called Quest documentary. You guys uh, did a big thing about uh, Fife Dog, rest in peace, about how he's diabetic. And I'm also diabetic, been Mm. type 1, 8 months old, youngest on the East Coast for seven years, so some little prick got it at seven months old. And I really just wanted to appreciate that because no one's really bring uh, diabetes to the forefront, really, at all. Yeah, I I agree. You know, obviously... The great Fife dog uh, passing, the funky diabetic, the original funky diabetic, you know, uh, it, you know, it, it was, it, it got him. You know, he fought, he fought hard for a long time, and I think yeah. that, you know, um, you know, I know he started to pay more attention to try to bring it to the forefront, but he continued to be, to be, you know, deal with it. He was, he was struggling, you know, health wise. So, um, you know, it's sad. Uh, how's your health now? Oh, that's really good. Yeah, I'm on the insulin pump. Uh, I'm a runner also, run half marathons, and I don't let it stop me at all. Well, good, 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 good. Good. Um, so you run half marathons, like, what is that, 12 and a half miles? Uh, 13.1. Shit. Yeah, wow. Yep, I got a little uh, backpack and everything. I carry my meter, insulin pump, goo packs, all that junk. How long does it take you? What's your best 13.1 miles? Uh, one hour and 45 minutes. Wow, that's impressive, man. Well, listen. Yeah, it's about seven thirty minute mile. I, I I appreciate I appreciate the call, man. That that, that and I, I wish you luck. I'm glad you're taking care of yourself. And uh, you know, like like I said, man. Uh, you know, keep doing your thing. Stay healthy, and, and we, you yep. know we're we're, we're going to keep rocking uh, the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast for you. And uh, you know, God bless you, man. And God bless the great Fife Dog. Hey, thank yep. you very much, guys. I love what you do. Thank you, thank you. All right, bro. All, All right. Peace. All right, listen, this is this has been uh, another fantastic uh, Iron Rapport Stereo podcast. We're going to take one more call, and, and then we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we're going to talk to my man Victor uh, right now. Victor, what's what's really hood? What's good, White Mike? What's going on, man? How you doing, Victor? Where are you from? From Lansing, Michigan. Okay, okay. How is it out there? Oh, it's good, man. It's cooling off, you know. Humidity's gone. Yeah, it's going good. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so, so you got any questions for uh, uh, the Gringo Mandingo or the 2015 podcast co-host of the year? Yes, I do. I got a question for both of you. Go ahead. We know who the Hall of Fame is, you know, with Leo and Jeter and, you know, and I was just wondering, who's the better stick man, you or G. Moody? Mm. <laughs> I um, got to say Rappaport. Yeah. He's been in Hollywood. Yeah, I have to say myself, um, although Gerald's great, you know, Gerald's not a, now, I'm talking about me when I was younger, I wouldn't consider Gerald as a, as a pussy hound, and, and, and if you don't have that pussy hound gene, you can't be a great stickman, he had a great run. We're both older now. We're, we're you know, we're 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 not we're not the, the men we used to be. I, I'm I'm in a I'm in a happy a happy happy uh, fulfilling relationship. So I'm talking about my right. my younger days. So so you know having having the 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 the, the fame that I've had, uh, you know, it changes things. But but neither one of us have been you know have have really went. We've never been those guys that have really tried to like put that much work in. You know, everybody likes to you know find a nice. Nice young piece of something uh, uh, when you're younger, but 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 you know, like a true stickman, a true coxman, 
Okay, a true coxman is gonna is gonna put that extra work in, that extra effort, right. and it's it's not something you could think about. It's not something you could develop. It's something you're born with. Okay, comes so, natural. Yeah, absolutely. So I would not consider myself a great coxman, but 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 if 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 we were saying uh, what it was, we'd probably say me, but not by much, not by much. But uh, okay. and I say this, we, I, I, instead of saying no Bruno at the end of this, I'm going to say no Bruno before I say this. I have an eye, uh, and 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 uh, you know I have an eye and a certain respect for great coxmen, and I'll end it. I'll end that sentiment with no Bruno. I appreciate sure. the call. Fantastic question. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, it was very, you know, had to be, uh, we had to dig deep for the answer. Um, we're we're going to end this podcast uh, now, my man. I appreciate the support and keep giving us the love. We're going to keep giving it back. Yeah, yep. keep doing what you guys are doing, man. We love it. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hi. It's the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Monetti. Yo. How you feeling? I think this has been a great episode. That was some great conversation. Oh, um, funny. Uh, and, and, and talking to the fans is great. Always, always great talking to them. I love the passion, and it's just <laughs> going to add more love to the fire, more funny shit coming. Man, I love it. Um, I do, too. I do, too. So, uh, again, the World Tour, the 14th. If you want to dance with the dingo, DraftKings.com forward slash Iron Rappaport. Uh, G. Moody, uh, you, 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 the people told you you can't put the beats on for 15 seconds. That, that's like giving somebody a taste of a, a fantastic filet mignon and then uh, you know sticking a piece of fucking bologna in their mouth. It's not fair. <laughs> Why do you want to do that, G? Don't do that anymore. Please. Please. All right. It's, it's going to be 90 seconds now. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, anyway, we're signing off for another great episode of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. I want to thank my people. At TuneIn, my man Jeremiah for, for, for manning the ship. Uh, and Jeremiah, all the tune- what up? Yeah, all the people for, for you letting us in here, giving us the best sound system possible. Jordan Winter, Miles Davis, the, the podcast uh, a producer extraordinaires. Uh, we're out. Uh, you're listening to some Moody Beats under this right now. These are actual Moody Beats, and we're going to rock this for about two minutes. Uh, Miles, when you're doing it, when, you, when you're mixing it, just turn it up just a little bit more. I don't want to blast anyone's ear, but we want to make it, make it, make it funky for them. Uh, see, I'm Rapport yeah. Stereo Podcast, and we're out.